Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. I have helped hundreds of clients throughout the home buying and home selling process. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. I like to say that I offer my clients exceptional service that moves you. Every week I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and sometimes we are even interactive, so you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, or if you want to listen to one again, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, I'd love the opportunity to meet with you. You can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara and team liaisons. That would be Melissa Wallace, Mary Baker. And, of course, I have Rye manning the phones. Hello there, Rye. Hey, girls. Hey. Hey. We're so excited to be here again tonight. We love being live on Tuesday nights with you. You are our pal. You know, you're my pals, too. This is <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, it's really fun, like the sun shining and everything. And I woke up in the city this morning. I slept at Casey's last night and I was walking. I had an appointment to go to. It's just a good day, isn't it? It is a beautiful day. I had to get up this morning uh, early as well to... Uh, go down to the canal for work this morning. Oh, Such a fun. nice morning. Yeah, 6 a.m. Yeah. on the canal. Can't beat it. So did you say great. this this morning? Because this is what I said when okay. I was walking down Beacon Street. I was like, it's a good day for a good day. You know, I didn't say that, but I wish I did because that is such a true statement. I love I love that. Yes, it is a good day for a good day, and it's a great night for a great night. So we hope that all of our listeners are uh, working their way back home tonight, and hopefully uh, there isn't much traffic. And I think that we're going to have George Brown calling in a little bit later, uh, and he is with the traf- WATD Traffic Center. So uh, we'll get you home safely and hopefully on time. Uh, if you have any questions for us regarding real estate, again, this is my real estate team. I'm here with Mary. Hey. Hey, how are you? Good. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. I haven't made a radio show in a while. No, I'm kidding. I just missed last week. Yeah, we're in passing ships here. In like, you're passing going one way, I'm going way. another. Yeah. So it's nice to see you. Nice to see you too. I, yeah, I really you look good driving you. that Jeep. Everybody's giving me a lot of compliments on the Jeep, so I kind of don't <laughs> want to give it back if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, but I drive around terrified all day that something's going to yeah. happen. Uh, Mary's car is uh, getting fixed, so she's borrowing our Jeep. So, um, yeah, we don't tell the girls about that, though. Yeah, I heard one of them found out. Yeah, one uh, did find out. She's like, Mary gets to drive the Jeep. So, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get into a car accident. No, don't. No, don't, no, don't get no, into a car no, accident. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we also have Melissa Wallace. Hello. Hi. I know. I don't think your mic is working, but we'll get that going for you right now. Hello. Here we go. There we are. 
Um, yeah, so hi. I see you a lot, it seems, the past couple of <laughs> Yeah, <days>. hi. Hi <laughs> again. <laughs> so. I was on Starbucks duty. Not yeah, that, I not know. Are we on Facebook Live? Um, I don't think it's working. Oh, no. no? Okay. I can try to work. Okay, we'll try to work on that. But anyways, if you are listening, uh, you can connect with us. All of our past shows, by the way, if you're interested in what we had said in the past, you can easily uh, listen to those shows. You can go to our podcast on your phone, your Android or your um, Apple phone, and it's talk real estate radio so you can find our podcast that way and you can also just go to www do you really even have to say that anymore no it's bostonconnect.com yeah bostonconnect.com but that is not that is that's for our oh, <laughs> office i'm it's, thinking uh, real estate not podcast yeah, it's talkrealestateradio.com oh, yeah. so you can find I all of our past that. shows there so we've had some really really great shows um we have some really great co-hosts and everything i think tonight we have brad mahoney is sponsoring mm-hmm. uh sponsoring and we're gonna have co-hosts in occasionally um but for now it's just us talking real estate what is it keeping it real with talk real estate yeah we're keeping it real real i like that we're keeping it real <laughs> so um if you have any questions for us 781-837-4900 we'd love to have some listeners uh 781-837-4900 and if you're on your phone um you can also watch us on uh facebook live we've been getting a lot of compliments of people calling us saying hey we really like watching you and we get all kinds of little uh hellos and everything else throughout the show so we're excited to see you too uh we have rye in the booth so maybe we can get a shot of him through that too wow that was fast traffic so hopefully the other thing that's going fast right now is the ride (laughs) home so george brown how's it looking out there well, unfortunately, still very slow leaving the city. Southbound delays begin up on the Zakin Bridge, right through the tunnel, most of the way down to the Braintree Split. Northbound is tough still from East Milton up past Deposit Circle. Then you're heavy from Mass Ave right back up into the tunnel. Route 3 southbound slows coming off the expressway down past Union Street. Then it breaks free the rest of the way down along the south shore. Route 24 southbound is jammed from the top in Randolph down past 139. If you're heading down to the Cape, no delays at the Sagamore Bridge or the Bourne Bridge. For just five quarters a day, you can inspire a child with compassion become a sponsor right now at compassion.com slash radio traffic on the nines every morning i'm george brown and watd traffic center don't miss a minute of talk real estate check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com talk real estate sponsored by boston connect real estate and we're back so we're just rearranging ourselves here you're listening to talk real estate with Sharon mcnamara and Mary Baker and M- Baker. Baker, that Did just you came hear out. That? Oh, Ryan heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he's a, he's Baker? A, he's I feel a plumber, like I'm back Sharon. in Dorchester. <laughs> do you remember the plumber? He's a plumber. <laughs> and his last name is not Baker. <laughs> so, McNamara. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I have a feeling we're going to hear that on rerun at some point. Baker, Baker, <laughs> Baker. <laughs> So oh, we um, should do. Are a you going to say my name? Yeah, and Melissa Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> you're unforgettable, though. Everybody knows you're here. <laughs> um, and you were having some fun today with that dress of yours as you were oh, to get the. Stop. <laughs> so if you were driving right down one one thirty nine today, yeah, um, around five fifteen, you got a pretty and, decent show. And you felt like you got mooned. That was just Melissa getting the mail. <laughs> yeah. I've never uh, laughed so hard in my yeah. life, I'm going to be honest. Note to self, do not wear a flowy dress <laughs> on a windy, on a windy, on a windy day. day. 
So we're going to talk today the differences between uh, this and that, this versus that. So um, what we thought would be fun is why don't we just let Rye uh, sort of run the show for us. Again, we're on Facebook Live, so um, if you are, don't do this while you're driving, certainly, but um, you can watch us later. So it's facebook.com forward slash Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons is our page, so you can find us there or at Boston Connect. Um, so right, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to do this versus that because a lot of times people will ask us like, what's the difference between this and that? Yeah, no, I feel that. Like I, you know, I, I feel like in real estate or especially listening to your show, uh, your show, there's definitely some, um, you know, terms that I'm like, well, is that, I, I assume that's the same thing as something else mm-hmm. and it's totally not. Mm. Yeah. So this will be interesting. Yeah. So yeah, um, we're going to, we're going to let you run the show. Oh yeah. So All why right. don't you give us some of the ideas and thoughts that maybe you are curious about? You know, let's start off with something that um, I'm curious about myself. What's the difference, um, you know, between like a realtor and an agent? Oh, that's a very Ooh, good, good one. one. That's good a one. good one, I feel like Yeah, I feel like people have so many different titles and classifications yeah, in, you know, in this industry. So, true, true. Um, yeah, explain them. Okay, perfect. So, it's Realtor, and a lot of people will say Realta. Realtor. Realtor? Realtor. 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 There's no A. It's R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Realtor. To sound like a superhero, it's Realtor. <laughs> As you come flying in with your cape. <laughs> yeah. Real tall baker. <laughs> that's, so that's what we need on Facebook. I know. Live. I wish people could see that. So that all right, so girls, who wants to explain this to Rye? What the difference is between a realtor and a real estate agent and throw in broker? You wanna take this one? Um okay, so for someone who is just like a um, a salesperson. Mm-hmm. So that's another term. So that's somebody who has um, done the credits to become a salesperson to mm-hmm. sell real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have um, passed their test. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they pass their test. So you, you can sell real estate and have your salesperson license. Um, but a realtor is, and I'm going to say realtor like that. <laughs> realtor. Um, but a realtor is somebody who has sort of gone a little bit, in my eyes, uh, the extra step. Mm-hmm. They're held to a higher standard. 100%. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, you take another class. Um, it's sort of an all-day event. Um, mm-hmm. I did mine, what, last? Was it? No, the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What month is it? <laughs> June already? <laughs> yes. Um, but they're sort of held to a higher standard. So you have what's called ethics. Mm-hmm. And, and you are held um, definitely to a higher standard. And you marriage just take over because I don't even know. <laughs> so you take the code of ethics, Take right? the code of yeah, ethics. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So you're affiliated with the National Association of Realtors, the uh, Mar, Mar Massachusetts Association of Realtors, and you're paying. We pay dues. So all of us here are realtors. Sharon has her broker's license. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Melissa and I have our salesperson's license. Mm-hmm. So we're not quantified as real estate agents because we choose to affiliate ourselves with the National Association of Realtors and abide by their code of ethics, meaning mm-hmm. we can be, um, we are held to that code of ethics by a arbitration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by, yeah, right. so I'm on actually a committee. So there's also local boards. So as Mary explained, there's the National Association of Realtors, which is nine. Uh, nine. 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 
I don't even know where that came from. Then no, there's nine. MAR, <laughs> Massachusetts Association of Realtors. And then there are local boards. So I am, because I am the broker of Boston Connect Real Estate, and we have approximately 50 agents at our um, in our two offices, we have local boards. So I'm part of the Greater Boston Board, which I love. They have some great classes. We're also part of what once was PASS, which was Plymouth and South Shore, mm-hmm. which is now South, South Shore, Shore Realtors. Realtors. Yeah. Um, so that's right across the street from our office. So super yeah, someone convenient. Came, someone came in today looking for their class. I said, oh, I uh-huh. believe it might be across the street. You might be across the street. <laughs> and here comes another real oh, tour. Real tour. Real tour. Mark is here. So, um, but we are still all real estate agents. So um, I know you said, you know, we call ourselves real tour. It's more of an adjective, I guess. Mm-hmm. So like, like a um, description, a designation that you can put at the end of your mm-hmm. name. So I can't say like one time I was doing a blog and it was real tour on the run and I like photoed myself, like videoed myself doing a bunch of different things. But I can't use the word real tour as its own word. It has to be Sharon McNamara real tour. But we're all real tours. The other thing, Rye, is when you are a realtor if somebody in my office if one person is a realtor we are all realtors in there so our whole entire office is so the main offices that you see in this area are all take the code of ethics so if something should come up where you know somebody isn't being like we can't say nasty or bad things about other agents we would hope you know that we wouldn't do that to a human being anyways remember i was talking to you guys the other day i've been thinking about that too i had read one time to treat everybody that you encounter as if you knew it was their last day on earth but they didn't I really liked so, that. Yeah. So that's how I feel that, you know, we are. We're, you know, just human beings and we're being good and playing well in the sandbox with each other. Um, the difference with a real estate agent, like a salesperson and a broker, is more classes. And then I have, and I have to, three years, you have to be working full time. Yeah, for work three t- years full time. Take two? A f- I think it's two years. I think it's three. Okay, three I years. Unless three. they've changed it. Yeah. Um, and then take a 40 hour class. class. Yep. And then pass another test. Yep. And, right, you know, the thing is, is our I feel our industry is very lenient on how easy it is to get into our business. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. And what we're supposed to do is stay on top of our um, continuing education credits. So mm-hmm. taking classes and things like that. So we're always you know, learning the most that we possibly can for our clients. So, and now, so you, you say that, um, all of your locations, everyone is a realtor. Is that because that, uh, you, mm-hmm. you want that to be not, yes. a, not every, um, agency is like that, right? No. Okay. Not, so, not every no. agency is most are most. Okay. So, but if people go to Boston connect, they can, you know, be sure that everyone is, you know, got that code of ethics, got the mm-hmm. training, got the great. Yeah. Very absolutely. cool. Very cool. And I have to tell you, it's really interesting even being on the grievance committee and when, you know, sometimes compensation issues come up or, you know, sometimes the general public will file complaints against a real estate agent. Um, we don't have many of them, which is really, really nice. I mean, I'm on that committee and I maybe go, what, two, three times a year. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, you haven't yeah. gone recently. So, and all. that's for South Shore Realtors. So that's that shows that everybody is really, you know, really takes it seriously. That's great. Mm-hmm. Sounds like, like a great industry to work in. Yeah. So, and it's good because... 
because we they, like it. You know, they just had <laughs> Realtor on the Hill Day, so they're always looking after us and, you know, for our dues and things that we have to pay. So, uh, but all the classes and things they offer, wonderful, wonderful stuff. So, good question. You got another one? Yeah, absolutely. I know, um, I'm assuming a Realtor can be a buyer's agent or a seller's agent. Now, what's the difference between those two? That was such a good segue. It all was. Right. <laughs> How long have you been planning that? No, I'm all right. We'll let Mary talk about buyer agency. Um, so differences between buyer's agents and seller's agents. Um, Why don't you talk about this first? So um, maybe we can take a picture somehow and get that on Facebook to uh, where we are. So, so agency disclosures. Mm-hmm. It's mandatory. What is the full title? I just call it an agency disclosure. So Massachusetts mandata- mandatory real estate license consumer relationship disclosure. Mm-hmm. Disclosure. Yeah. Um, this is the... so. I remember this being the ver- the most important thing that I probably learned in all of our real estate classes. We're, as When you meet any agent at a property, you've never met them before, um, n- excluding open houses, but you're privately meeting them at a house or you walk into their office and you say, hey, I want to sit down and talk to you about X, Y, and Z property. Every real estate agent in the state of Massachusetts should be presenting you with a form mm-hmm. that is disclosing what their responsibility to you as a consumer is. Mm-hmm. So are they a seller's agent? Are you looking to sell your house? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Then they would be a seller's agent. Are If they're a seller's agent and you're looking to then buy that house, well then that's a disclosure to you to signify that their responsibilities, fiduciary responsibilities are towards the seller. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking at a house, they would probably check off buyer's agent mm-hmm. um, because they're claiming that anything that you say to them that's personal, financial, financial, confidential, they cannot repeat to anybody outside of your relationship. So for our team, we, we share information, but that's all for the purposes of helping our clients. Um, but we would not go and tell the seller nor um, the seller's agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, or they could check off facilitator, which is kind of like a mediator and in between. Mm-hmm. Sort person. of like just going into Sears and buying like a washing machine. So like nobody re- really represents anybody. You're just sort of there. <laughs> yeah. Did help. anybody help you today? <laughs> uh, well, not really. I had a facilitator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then there is um, designated agency. I'll explain this because yeah. I remember this so specifically. So when I started in the industry, right, 18, almost 18 years ago, I started my career at Jack Conway Company, and uh, it was in Pembroke. They no longer uh, have an office there, but it was um, it was great. I loved Jack was such a good guy. He's now, you know, passed, and he was just, I loved that he was such a family man, and that was sort of the foundation of what his company was. And when I was there, there was no such thing as buyer agency. Mm-hmm. It was always seller's agency. You always represent the seller. So if you think about that, let's just say, um, so this is back in 2005 is when they changed the policy. If I had an umbrella and I'm under the umbrella and I work for Boston Connect and I'm going to sell Mark McNamara's house because he's right across the table from me. Hi, honey. Did you have a good day? (laughs) Um, So we're all underneath this. I'm under this umbrella. I'm going to help Mark sell his home. The way that it used to be was anybody else who works for Boston Connect and hangs their license there also represents Mark as a seller's agent. So the state started to say, well, this doesn't really make much sense because you think some companies are really big with lots of locations. How could everybody under that umbrella really have anything to do with Mark? Especially, let's just say, Mary has a sister who wants to buy Mark's house. 
is Mary going to really represent Mark or is Mary really going to represent her sister? So they changed it. They said, no more of that. What we're going to do is we're going to make buyer agency. So now under that umbrella, Mr. McNamara, you just have me. Such a lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all you need. And that's all. What more would you need? I like sometimes when I do something foolish, you'll always say, you're all mine, Sha. <laughs> so I think I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, it's a couple of times. So now, for by, like, that's designated agency. So my office is a designated agency office. So I am designated to you, Mr. McNamara. <laughs> no words. No words. Yeah, Sometimes she just leaves me speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that works out great. So that means that the the consumer is being protected. So, Rye, if you were mm -hmm. to buy a house, and I know we we had so much fun when we did that um, analysis with you before, uh, you know, going through the loan process, you could feel comfortable knowing that if I was out there showing you houses. If I was to show you a listing that maybe Mary had, even though we're one team, or someone in my office had a listing, they're not going to know anything about you, personal, confidential, or financial, because I don't tell them. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you said, uh, and that's why this is really important. Now, with the age that we're in, and I know I'm talking a lot here, you guys, but this is really important, actually. The, the environment that we're in right now with all of these hidden um, microphones and cameras and everything, if you go into people's homes, chances are they could have something and they're recording yeah. you as you're that walking through the house. That happened to me recently. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, that's fun. It was an Alexa. Oh, really? Yeah, you can tell when she was recording. Really? Mm -hmm. Alexa was listening. Sign language came in handy. I went, shh. <laughs> Let's talk shh. outside. I think that's universal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that means stop talking so is in this, every language. So is this. This means choking. So if you ever see me doing that. This okay. means close the tab. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows so, what I just did, right? Yeah. Um, so within that situation, Ryan, if you and I were looking at a house and I was representing you as your buyer's agent, I would say to you outside of the house, hey, when we get inside, don't show, like, have a poker face. Don't tell me how much you love the house. Don't say, you know, the house is on the market for $250,000 and we're in there and you say, I have to have this house, Sharon. I would pay $300,000 for this house because mm -hmm. the seller could be listening. <laughs> so you want to make sure you don't do that. That's a really good tip. I didn't even think about that. Mm. That's, you know, and that's, you know, if you're experiencing that, Mary, that's, yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for confidentiality and just, you know, to stay on top of things, and oh, such a good point. Yeah. There's a lot of times that um, I think even, and this is everybody's um, prerogative, every person's prerogative. They, if they want to have cameras or monit are monitoring their home, they absolutely can do that. But a lot yeah. of time agents don't realize that they're walking into this. And I know mm -hmm. um, even recently with seller's agents, you have to be very careful of what you're saying oh, in the house. Mm. Um, yeah. I know recently somebody called me to tell me, because I was going to show one of her houses, she called me and she said, I just want to let you know that the house is monitored by a security system and he is recording um, constantly. Mm -hmm. And I know that's been a problem in the past, so I just want to uh, let you know. And if we know, we will definitely let agents know because I don't think that that's fair playing ground either. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. want to, we're doing this fair and reasonably. So we want to make sure that and we have in the past. Yeah. yeah. And actually one time I know uh, we got called to list somebody's house and I was talking to the seller and they had been on the market with somebody else and decided not to continue forward when the house wasn't selling. And they asked us to take on um, for them. And she told me, 
you know, I said, well, what can, what are some of the things that you were disappointed with before? Like, what can we do, you know, to make sure that you're happy and satisfied? <coughs> and um, he, he wanted to sit with this. And um, so he, they, to- the wife told me that the husband actually had cameras outside of the house and noticed that the real estate agent that they hired, the oh, realtor, yeah. never had an open house, showed up late. They could see when she came into the driveway and they could see that she never got out of the house. She opened up the door and then sat in her car and never went inside the house. And when somebody came, she just sent them in the house. And she was in her car on the phone the entire time. The look of shock on your face right now, Ryan. Uh That's great. (laughs) Well, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And and they were able to catch that. Yeah. So So I'm assuming. (laughs) I I, I would have been like, yeah, I think I'm going to move on now. (laughs) I think I need (laughs) time for a new realtor. Yeah. Realtor. (laughs) Realtor. (laughs) Baker. (laughs) And we have the plumber. (laughs) We're all good here. (laughs) You're listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker, Melissa Wallace. We also have Ryan Manning the phones. We have Mr. Mark McNamara in the house with us, too. We're trying to keep it real. We'd love to know if you have any questions regarding real estate. 781-837-4900. We would love to hear from you. And if you're on Facebook Live, hello, everybody. Wave to us. So uh, we're happy to see you. So... That is a serious thing when we were just talking about the... I know we're off topic here a little bit, but um, I did. I saw on um, Today Show that they had a special with that guy, Rosen, right? And he noticed that there were cameras, like hidden cameras inside of Airbnbs. So he did a special where he had a family. He sent them out of the house. He came back in, didn't tell them exactly what they were doing. He put like seven different cameras around the house. They walked through the house and he said, just try to find what, you know, if something is out of place. They couldn't find anything. There was on the top of a bottle, like a um, water bottle, just a regular like pulling springs on the cap. There was a little pin of a thing that was a camera. The top of a pen, like they had all these Smoke cameras. detectors. Smoke detectors. Yeah. Yep. Little alarm clock. So I thought, wow, this is really serious. Like, you don't know what you're what you're hearing. Like, another thing, too, I know another agent had gotten, I heard a story about an agent. This wasn't with a camera, but the client sent in a mole, a friend, and the agent said, oh, they're going through a terrible divorce, and they just want any offer, so just write up anything. So, like, to me, sellers are now listening to you when they have all these cameras. So I bought one. Um, a camera and I put it in the office right when you walk in it was a little alarm clock and you just had to walk by it it was so cheap too I think it was like 35 bucks yeah Yeah, uh, Amazon yeah 35 bucks on Amazon everybody came into the office meeting I showed them the clip of that thing on the Today Show and I said do you think that you would be able to spot this and they were like absolutely like it would stick out blah 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 and I was like every single one of you walked by this brand new alarm clock that's sitting here never been here before never been here before quite visible and every single one of them walked by it and what I found very scary about that thing was it recorded oh yeah Yeah. I remember that it recorded yeah like somebody walking was it me walking you yeah Yeah. we're testing it I was doing a model walk so so you know what I mean it doesn't even have to be live it's recording so people go back to it wow creepy yeah yeah Yeah, super creepy yeah so just be quiet in those houses (laughs) (laughs) so to terrify you Mm -hmm. um Just don't talk when you're in the houses, I guess, is the thing for that. So that's the difference between a buyer's agent and a seller's agent. And then there's dual agency. Not all agents do dual agency. We do allow dual agency at our office. Um, We don't have any problem with it. I just feel like you're doing the same exact thing. You just have to keep your mindset on my fiduciary responsibility is to the buyer 
my fiduciary responsibility is to the seller. Anything that either one of them tell you that's personal, confidential, or financial is the information that has to stay with you. So it really comes down to that. Works really well for our team yeah. because we let Mary work with the buyer client and I continue to work with the seller. So um, when I'm having my conversations with my seller, Mary and Melissa really aren't privy to all of our conversations mm-hmm. when it comes down to money and things. So, And I never ask my clients, what's your bottom line? I, I don't even wanna know. My job is to get you the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. And I love when people ask me the question. You know the question. What's the question? What will your client take for this house? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. So people will say, "What? Hey, you know, I have a buy a client who's interested. But what will <laughs> your client take for this house?" And I go, "Well, I know that they will take asking or above for sure. <laughs> so that's what we always tell them, right? No, I like that. Yeah, uh, we've heard that funny. one live. Yeah. Okay. So anything else um, with that? Did you have any other questions so about that? Just to qualify before you you go ahead, just to um, not qualify, clarify. just to uh, clarify, dual agency. So dual agency is when one real estate agent can find themselves representing both buyer and seller. At the same time. On the, the same, same property. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. I just wanted to clarify and that. And it also, um, if we were a seller's agent, so this is the other thing too, Rye, and for our listeners, if you're going into an open house, keep in mind that that agent works and represents the seller. So if you go in there unrepresented, anything that you say that's personal, confidential, or financial, our fiduciary responsibilities to the seller, so we have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So if they just walk in and say, oh my gosh, I would pay $5,000 more for this if I could get it, well, we are going to tell our sellers that. People can come into the open house and not have somebody, not working with somebody, and we still say we're representing the seller, and we just write up the offer for them. So. It all depends on your comfort level. Yeah. And when we meet with people, we go over this thoroughly. So when someone, um, you know, say someone decides that they're going to sell their house, you know, they need obviously a sell- seller's agent at this point, but they also need to get pre, uh, pre-approved or pre-qualified way beforehand. What's the difference? I hear the two terms, um, you know, I think, I think in my head interchangeably, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. one. So... Um, <laughs> Am I just like automatically taking this one? Yeah, well, you work with the buyers. <laughs> you should know. Um, so difference, there were there really was no such thing as a pre-qualification. Everybody was getting pre-approved about up until 2015 when TRID mm-hmm. came along. Um, so a pre-qualification by today's standards is essentially, uh, my name is Mary Baker. I'm going to a loan officer and I'm going to tell you that I make $450,000 a year and you're going to tell me how <laughs> much, yeah, well, you're going to tell me how much I make. You're going to tell nice. me how much. Wow, look at a job Whoa. you got. Yeah, I'm going to work for you. Well, nobody's mm-hmm. ever going to know if it's true or not, ladies. Um, and what does that mean I make? <laughs> um, but you're essentially telling them what you make and then based off of them verifying that Mm -hmm. information, they're going to issue you a pre-qualification with conditions saying, I still need to review your W-2s, I still need to review your um, tax statements from last year, your pay stubs, your bank statements qualify that you have um, a viable job and Mm -hmm. are essentially earning the money that you're really earning. Or Um, you're saying that you're earning. And I just want to even say something to you because (laughs) you don't know this because you weren't back there in 2010 when I started. What 2010? No, not 2010. 2001 is we used to do that as real estate agents with 
the person. What? what? Yes. Yes. They to. had a sheet for us, and we would say, no. okay, yeah. That's how I was talking. Imagine my dyslexia with that. No. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. Nobody would get a house. <laughs> everybody. No, everybody would get million-dollar houses. You're like, yeah, sure, they can, yeah, they they can afford it. it. Yeah, so we would say, how much do you, how much do you make? How much, what are your bills? Yeah, we had like a sheet that we were supposed to fill in and I was never comfortable with that. Yeah. That's bananas. Mm Mm-hmm. That shows how old I am. Yeah. So we were pre-qualifying them. The problem with that is, um, we can just go right through it. Um, (laughs) The problem with that is that, um, you know, sometimes people don't tell you everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the loan officer just um, isn't necessarily vetting the buyer to the best of their ability mm-hmm. um, to make sure it's kind of, it's like a quicken. No, I don't want to say well, that, but like you type in online, this is how much I make and mm-hmm. instant, instant pre-qualification. That, that's like when you're shopping for a car online, mm. you're like, yeah, my car is definitely worth a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so you just put in a little bit more and you're like, oh, yeah, I can get. <laughs> I can afford that. I can afford that. Yeah, for sure. And then someone tells you, no, that's no. not something <laughs> that's you not should happening. go. No, yeah. But we run into problems too, though, when I am obvious, I tend to be more of the listing agent. And when we're looking, we want to make sure it's a real pre approval letter, Ryan. That means that the loan officer, the buyer has gone to a loan officer and they have pulled all of their documents. So, you know, when you had done it that I was going to say, so I got pre-approved. Yes. Yeah. That, yep. was, that was an official thing. Yep. I'm pre-approved. And it was a pain in the neck for you a little bit, right? Totally was. Yeah, but But, I mean, yeah, but I also had to jam it in like two days. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, you know, it's all stuff that's accessible mm-hmm. um, personally, so. And that was good that's for you is. to see, actually. That was one of, uh, that was a fun episode to do with you, um, or a fun uh, show to do with you, because... First of all, I was very impressed at your age to be that responsible already. You know what I mean? But like you did it and now you know, you can't get to where you want to be unless you know where you are. So you're... Yeah, now now I know, you know, I was able to now currently am taking the steps to, um, you know, make myself better, you know, open up, opening up another credit card, whatever, it, mm-hmm, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the suggestions were. Um, and... Uh, you know, and and it makes you know. Hopefully, it makes my life that much easier when I am officially ready to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say you just stay home with mom as long as you can. <laughs> seriously, it's the best way to save. She makes the best dinners too. You just had your children move out, and you're oh. telling well, him I'm telling to him to save stay. money. I'm happy my kids have their own places now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's empty nest. Aren't you loving it, Mark? It's like it's like a vacation every day. <laughs> They'll be back. I know. Yeah. They'll be back. They will told. be. So, uh, so now that I know the difference between um, you know being pre-approved and pre-qualified, uh, I always see um, you know the words appraised and assessed thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, are those those also seem one and the same to me? But I'm assuming they're not. Mm-hmm. Is, well, there, is there a difference there? Yep. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to take that one. I don't want to take that Mark, one. Do you know, Mark, do you know the answer? No, one, he doesn't want to. Do you want to take it? I think the listing agent should take that one. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and again, I did, like, I did a CMA today, comparative market analysis for um, some people. And one of my line items is assessed value. What they're there for me is to give them what market value is. And um, what was uh, assessed? And what was the other one? Appraised. Assessed, appraised. appraised. So throw throw a little another appraised. one in there. Say assessed 
market value and appraised, and appraised value because yes. they're three different things. Three different things. Okay. So <clears throat> the assessed value is the assessed amount that the <laughs> town assessor actually puts on the value of their house. So they say your house is assessed at this much. This is what we are going to charge you for taxes. So that's like when I get like my excise tax for my car or whatever. They're telling me that's how much my car is worth, but I know it's different. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And okay. they will go around. We had uh, Kathy Salmon, um, who's the uh, town of Pembroke assessor. She came into our office mm-hmm. and she did a really good job teaching us this. The assessors are looking at two year prior sales. So what they're trying to do is compare apples to apples as well. So they're going to, they do go around to every house and P.S. when they leave a note on your door and say, we were here to assess your home. If you don't open the door, just so you know, they're assessing you for the most amount. So if you don't have all those things, you know, done, you should you should open the door. You should let them in and show them that you let don't have quartz countertops or marble. Yeah, come and knock on my door. So um, that um, so that's from the assessor. So that's your town assessment. There was a time when your assessed value and your market value sort of aligned. And you could say, okay, this is what the house is going to sell for when the market was, you know, not going upward. Oh, that's our doorbell. Yep. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. And then, so that's assessed value. So that's with your town or your, you know, city, what you're going to get taxed on for your house. So your property tax is based on that. Then there is market value. Market value is me going in there, what I did today and yesterday, and I look at homes that are similar to yours, and I try to think about which way the market is going, what is currently under agreement, what's currently contingent, which way is the market going, is it going upward, is it going downward, which way, how how much can we test the market? So if you know, I get all the sold comps where apples for apples, if this house is like yours and it's sold for four fifty, then we can assume that your house is going to sell for that amount too. What we're seeing right now, though, with low inventory, is people are putting in offers that are above that. They're emotional purchases, so they're going above it, but it still has to appraise. So that's the third one that Mary threw in there for me. Mm-hmm. The appraised value is when. The bank. Now you're the buyer, Ryan. You just you have this house under agreement. Everything is good. The bank <laughs> is then going to say, "I'll let you know if I'm actually going to give you the money for this or not." So they're going to appraise the house. That number, they don't see emotions. They see numbers. <laughs> so that's why before, when we got in the trouble that we got in in 2004 and 2005, people were emotionally purchasing then, but the appraisers didn't care. They were just appraising it at whatever the number was. But we can't do that anymore. There's way more rules and regulations um, that are going on. Sorry about that. We're a mess over here. (laughs) So um, that is an appraised value that comes from the bank. So Mary just had a situation with buyer clients. You want to give that example of what happened? Yeah. So um, we actually had a property under agreement for the sale price. And we had all agreed that we were going to go forward with the the original offer price. So what it was listed at, we were under agreement for. Um, And actually, it's sold now. But... Um, the bank appraiser came in and valued the property $19,000 less than what we had submitted our offer for. So that's a big bridge to gap. Mm -hmm. In um, some circumstances, buyers are financially able enough to bridge it with cash. 
but sometimes they don't want to because that's that's nineteen thousand dollars that they have to come up with out of their pocket and it's nineteen thousand dollars that the bank isn't going to give you and you can't finance mm-hmm. if you um, need the the hundred percent it matters how much yeah. money you're putting down yeah mm-hmm. um, that's another show <laughs> another show mm-hmm. and so what we ended up doing is revisiting the appraisal and giving the appraiser more comps to justify the purchase price and and going through um, tedious phone calls eventually establishing that the appraiser did not know the area well enough and mm-hmm. ordering a reappraisal that we were able to get in at value mm-hmm. so there are certain situations that we can um, work with certainly if appraised value doesn't come in and we can mm-hmm. try and do what we can to boost it. And to this will be the, our last thoughts for this and then Melissa can talk to everybody about how they can connect with us and about all of our um, all of our you know open houses or our properties that we have. So um, with the appraised value um, the way that it used to be too was that if you were going to purchase a house, this was 2004, 2005, I guess. If you were going to purchase a house, your loan officer would then go to their appraiser and say, hey, this is what I have this house under agreement for. I, it needs to appraise at $500,000. Now what ends up happening is they took that out and now the loan officer goes to a third party company and that third party company is the one that disperses it amongst all different types of appraisers. And that's why you ended up in the situation we mm-hmm. did is because that appraiser was not familiar with this area. Yeah. So you never know who you're gonna get. But again, this is a level that has been put in there um, to protect the buyers. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So. All right. So, um, again, you were listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker, Melissa Wallace, and we are... You're still saying it, and I think you're doing it on purpose now. (laughs) What? Mary Baker. Oh, did I do it again? I'm sorry. No, I'm not, actually. And we had Mark join us tonight. Um, So, if you have any questions for us and you want to call us off air, we do get text messages and phone calls and emails and everything offline. You can easily get in touch with us uh, by our emails, and Melissa is going to give you all the information how you can listen to our past shows and all of that. All right. So, every Wednesday morning, we post our um, our radio show on our podcast. It's talkrealestateradio.com. We also post links to our Facebook pages. Um, for Boston Connect, it's Boston Connect Real Estate on Facebook. And um, for our team, it's Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons. Um, and we have the same names on um, Instagram. We don't have a Twitter. Which, what well, would we really tweet a lot? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to twit. Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> tweet. Tweet. I don't know how to tweet, everybody. Um, but we're on Instagram, both as Boston Connect Real Estate and Sharon McNamara and Team Liaisons. Um, so open houses, should we talk about that? It is a holiday weekend, celebrating mm-hmm. the dads out there. Yes. All the dads. We got happy our office dad day. in here. <laughs> <laughs> so happy oh, early father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so happy Father's Day, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so typically we do <coughs> Copperwood every Saturday and Sunday, but because of the holiday, I think we're going to skip Sunday this week. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll be there on Saturday, 9 to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sharon it actually had this great idea that we were going to do an open house this Thursday mm-hmm. at our listing ne- um, 9 Red Barn Road in Pembroke. Um, yeah. Sharon, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, 
sure. So we just had a wonderful price enhancement on that property. Uh, we went down to 700,000. It's about 4,300 square feet of space, uh, four levels of finished space. It's a wonderful, wonderful home, beautiful colonial. Um, it's in uh, Pembroke, Nine Red Barn uh, Road Drive, uh, road. Road, road in uh, Pembroke. And it's right off of Barker Street. Really, really convenient location. Yeah, awesome location. Yeah. So if you're going to commute into Boston, you can hop right onto 53. Or if you want to take the commuter rail, it's about five miles the other direction going towards Hanson. So really, really convenient. Nice, nice uh, cul-de-sac. Um, so uh, it will be perfect for all kinds of family dynamics because there's a lot of space there. So yeah. you can do a lot with it. And again, a beautiful backyard too. They just did, um, and well, not just, but they have um, like stonework and everything back there with a hot tub. And the and fire pit. Fire, fire pit. pit. Love yeah, that. it looks really nice. Yeah, it looks really nice with On all Thursday, that On Thursday, maybe we can have some s'mores. Oh. oh we can make them. Can yeah. we make them? Can you help us make yeah. s'mores? We're going to have s'mores. Yes, Thursday night. We're going to have excited. s'mores. Yeah, Thursday, four to six. Did you just say you, you just said it like you like I'm making a promise s'mores you want to come have s'mores with us? Yeah, no, I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> who, who doesn't I love mean, s'mores? Sure. Uh, okay, so all right, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have s'mores at Red Barn Nine Red Barn Road um, in Pembroke on Thursday from 4 p.m. to 6. So we're doing a commuter uh, open house just because we know that everybody has so many things going on on the weekends. We thought that we would open this up so you can come and see this house. So you'll have to come see us and visit us. And so get some chocolate and marshmallows and graham crackers. Mm. Mm. Yum. <laughs> we only have two minutes Should I left. mention I'm on a diet? Yes, I know. We all are. We, we all always are. are. Um, so you can reach us too by email if you want. Um, you can do Sharon at BostonConnect.com, Mary at BostonConnect.com, Melissa at BostonConnect.com. That's how you can get in touch with us. If you have any questions or any ideas for the show, please let us know. We'd love to know about that. And our podcast on your phone, again, uh, if you have the podcast app on your iPhone or your Android is Talk Real Estate Radio. So uh, just go to the podcast. And again, you can also go online, but Melissa takes care of that and gets it all I'll boot it up for yeah. tomorrow. And um and we always like to to plug our website for um for mm-hmm. Copperwood. So if you go to livecopperwoodcircle.com, you can find out some more information about that development off of Birch Street in Pembroke. Um we've had a very busy week this week. So we got two more reservations mm-hmm. um from this past weekend. So mm-hmm. so it's it's booming over there. Yeah. And anytime you want to make an appointment, you can yeah. easily just call us and we can show uh Copperwood at any point or any of our listings. And um I'll also go to bostonconnect.com as I said in the beginning. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. We have approximately 50 agents in our office and they're all very busy right now with lots of listings. You can connect with any of them as well and uh, have a one-on-one consultation on real estate. Yeah, and we post all of our open houses as well on our social medias. So you Mm. don't just have to come and visit us on the weekends or during commuter open houses. You can visit everybody else too. Yes, awesome. (laughs) And we know Tracy Grady is always in the center of town as well uh, with her new development and she's there with Jim Grady every Saturday and Sunday from 12 12 to 3. 3. So you can visit us, visit them. Happy Father's Day to all our dads and uh, special happy Father's Day to my daddy and uh, to my wonderful husband who's a fabulous daddy. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Toodles. (laughs) (laughs) 